You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You're listening to 40 Something Podcast, Valley in the Vig. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve Valley and the Vig. 40 Something's podcast is a Sunday night and incoming is number 50. How about that? 50 podcasts, Valley. What do you got to say about that one? It started as a small little dream and a couple of young up-and-comers just back only three months ago. And we have built a n- nice little listenership. We're getting interactions. We have 50. We have a big summer ahead and 50 episodes. We just kind of thank all of our listeners and thank everybody who's interacted with us over the time and has liked our Facebook page, liked our political posts and all that. But we want to thank everybody. And we are just getting started, baby. We're just getting started. So I'm super excited about that. But uh, hey, how come I'm not as rich as I was two weeks ago, Vic? Yeah, so this was the drop that uh, I had been calling. I had been calling on the show for a while and then definitely discussing it with you. And it kind of seemed hard to perceive that when this digital coin is rolling at about $61,000 per coin. Now at, at, at in and around 48 uh, tonight, Sunday, April 25th, 2021. So... Yeah, if you if you kind of got hit in the chops there a little bit, um, if if you went in on those levels, and I think that's when people started being like, okay, all right, I'm in, I'm in on this, I'm in on this thing. How do I get in? I'm, all right, I just made my first purchase. Okay, great, great. Oh, wait a minute, you know. And I think that's ended up what what really happened because there's just a lot going on in the industry and the scene. It looks like the Biden administration is going to put down some regulation on this stuff. Uh, the tax hikes might be coming for this type of uh, investment, so. Things went into a tumble, and that's going to be happening all year long. So if you if you can learn how to call these and then act on it, and then you know watch it, watch the wave then rise again. That's been happening. This is could, this could be some kind of uh, very good passive income for for people out there to to get themselves out of the hole. That's the pandemic because we're in a new revolution here, the digital currency revolution. So you you think it's definitely coming back? Because there's a lot of people saying that this is the beginning of the end. Uh, we just saw a dude out there, and I forget his name. Let me let me, let me make sure I'm I'm saying this right, Vig. So, by the way, as we're talking, Bitcoin has skyrocketed three thousand dollars, and I'm not exaggerating. It has been lights out the last the last couple hours. It's been lights out. So, so hopefully you get you got. I was trying to stay wait till I get some more some more liquid in and I was going to invest a shitload. I hope that it stays around 50 until I can get it. But there is people out there saying that that is, that was the beginning of the end. And as we're saying it, like I said, I thought it's $3,000 up like nothing, like hotcakes. Mm-hmm. Well, so they've, they've been calling this since the get go, uh, since the very beginning of, uh, of, the, of this existence of this coin. So, it's been happening, and there, and there will be a huge drop that will end up becoming the new bear market, which will you know last a certain amount of period. And then, it would be good if you're planning on shorting, you know, 
bef- you know, bef- you know, not before before the end of this year. I think you would want to pay attention to that because that's that's something that is going to come. But the the end isn't here. It's not Armageddon. It's not Doomsday. It's actually just the beginning. But depending on how you look at this and the way you see the volatility swings happens, you may not have the stomach for this. And it's like you know, it's this is not for everybody. It's actually for very few which is why it took so long to catch on. But this could be just another night in Vegas for some people. And I think it is. And then there's people that just look at it like, okay, well, this is, this is done. This is a bubble and it just popped. Well, not really though. Oh, look at that. Ooh, Vegas confident. Look at that. And drinking the coffee. Not really though. Sons of bitches. Well, there was a dude and I'm forgetting it. And he's big into gold. I think it's one of these things. A lot of these old investors, it's old school. They thought they were special because they could move money around and no one else could. And now everyone can move money around. You know, it's really that simple. And so they're obviously going to be bitter because a bunch of rookies who don't know anything are making hundreds of thousands of dollars on Bitcoin while these jackoffs are trying to tell people that they're worth $200 an hour. I can tell you, I've been somebody that's been at it for at least four or five years now myself. And then I've seen people just say, okay, look, this, they're like a bonafide millionaire off this Dogecoin. So not only did they just kind of get lucky and throw a whole lot of capital in at the beginning of February, and then now they just like went into this, this mem coin that Elon Musk likes to just uh, make a joke of and then have it go up and down. And then people are getting minted millionaires on it. Uh, CNBC had ran a story about this guy who had done so. He's worked, worked in a, for a music company. He's been down on his luck because of everything that's been happening. Uh, didn't, didn't really have a whole lot of money to begin with and is now a minted millionaire off Dogecoin just this past week when Dogecoin hit 41 cents. Hope he got rid of it then, though. I dropped another sixteen cents. Yeah, right. I was going to ask: Is he still a millionaire now? Yeah, he's, he's if he just barely turned a millionaire, then he ain't a millionaire no more. You know, just to he's even talk about some of these, well, some of these artists that that are selling this NFT, uh, the digital art. You know, they're getting paid millions of dollars for some of this stuff, and, and then they're just selling it right away. If they would just hang on to the amount of Ethereum that they've been paid in, just till at least June or July, till some of this comes back around, they'll they'll make even more more than they would getting paid the millions they already were. Yeah, you're exactly right. And I think a lot of people have got to understand that you got to get on board or you're not. And, you know, I think this is one of those things where it is a risk. Everything, but look, you're never going to be rich or be wealthy or have an abundance of, of money if you don't take risks, unless you are an athlete or an actor. Sure. And they're the ones that are getting involved with this just as much as, say, the common millennial or just the, you know, run-of-the-mill guy that's just been, you know, carrying a whole lot of student let debt and, like, defaulted loans from that and uh, is looking to try to get out of that some way. I think this has been an opportunity to do that. Um, and I really just think this is the beginning. I don't think this is the end. But I think there's a lot of naysayers in there. And then there's a lot of people that just can't stomach this. And like their friend of a friend said, hey, look, he made this much money since February off this. You should really get involved. They went in and put $1,000 in at 60000 a coin. And now it's down to 50. It was down to 48. You know, you're liable just to be like, oh, my gosh, I just made the biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> if yeah. if $1,000 means that much to you. That's the thing. If you get into Bitcoin or stocks in general, and that's your only situation you better know what you're doing so bitcoin's a situation where if you have a few thousand dollars at 40 grand the most or if you're someone like vig like the vig or a couple of or hundreds of uh, thousands of other people 
who got in a couple of years ago, they're sitting pretty right now, even if that's why they don't give a shit. It's at 52,000 right now where it was at 60,000 because they got in at a thousand or eight or 8,000 or 800. So this is still, they're still playing with the fucking house's money. Yeah, you have to be comfortable doing that. And that's why I never recommended this type of, of behavior or uh, speculative uh, investing technique if you were carrying any type of a load, whereas where I mean, i.e. raising a family, paying on a mortgage, having a dual income, any of that where you're you're not, I got, you know, if you're just like a solo single maverick just rolling with it i would say this is this is your opportunity it's almost just like the new wild wild west um where we're, we're all just trying to strike that strike it rich with the gold um exactly. it, it's the new gold you know will um, smith so, will smith movie great movie yeah so i mean i feel like a lot of this stuff is kind of replaying around as i even just you know, sit here in, a, in an apartment out on the front range in colorado here i could just you know that's what they were doing 100, 100 years ago and 150 years ago um, it, this is that new mining technique that's going on these days. So, I think what a lot of people too just still don't understand the whole cryptocurrency deal. Like people don't. I still don't, don't understand it. Do, depending on what day of the week it is, I forget everything I even learned up until this point. <laughs> you know, so a lot, a lot of times you're just not always going to know it. You know, if somebody just hit me up on the street, like right. Right out of nowhere to say, hey, how does how does Bitcoin work? Quick, quick synopsis. You know, I'd be like, okay, well, I'd have to struggle because you know, this is uh, we're definitely upstepping it with with techniques, but you, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you can be, just basically say it's you know a mining of a coin. Well, that mining is the is is done by the fixing of a problem via an algorithm. And that will actually produce then a coin from that. What problem? I feel like I've told. I feel like I've told it better. I feel like I've told it a lot better. But. Well, we don't tell it right now. We also, since our last episodes with Kyle Capone, Derek Chauvin was convicted of murder in the second degree, and he's going to be in jail the rest of his life. And I'm assuming he'll commit suicide within a few years. So that's cool. Not that he's going yeah. to commit suicide, but the fallout if he got off would have been appropriately horrible. Well, it's going to definitely be like a don't drop the soap type thing for him. They're going to have a have a target on him as soon as he gets in there, um, which, you know, it's not it's, I, I'm sure I'm sure all the major new agencies aren't talking about what we're talking about right now, but we're going to talk about it. And that's the case is that he's going to go into jail and they're going to be fucking like, OK, buddy. OK, homie. You know what, honky? You, you're ours tonight, man. You're the one that fucking did that shit. And you got you got murder, too. All right, man. You better watch yourself. Dude, he's going to have to become a bitch for the Nazis. He's going to have to go to the Nazis and start sucking them all off just for protection. All right. Line no, him up. And- Oh, these guys aren't even circumcised. Fuck, I forgot they hate Jewish people. Fuck. Ah, oh, this one is... This, this one schmegma's in my beard. Fuck. That's what Chauvin's yeah, they, saying. They showed this picture. that He had a reaction, this, you know, this cop. Right when, I guess, it was happening, he just, you know, had his knee on him and everything, and he just had this lip curling, and it was like... 
he looked like a, he was looking like a fucking piece of shit anyway. I don't know. I, I don't even know if he got a fair trial, really. I mean, how could you really know? I mean, was, well, it, was anybody that tried to fucking defend this guy, really? I mean, look, you, me, you, and Kyle all said it was going to be 50 50. We, we, we kind of did a pregame, and please, that was our last t- episode or two. We did like a pregame <laughs> of what, what might be happening with, with the announcement of the conviction or a not guilty plea and obviously about a conviction. So, you know, we were talking about how Minnesota was going to be worst day it ever had, but it avoided oh, that. Yeah. It avoided that. Of course there was another shooting within an hour of the announcement, but, mm-hmm. but you have to take one, you got to take it as they come and it to see the joy of black of the black community and P and also a lot of white people, including myself, I was a lot happier than I thought I was going to be. I was extraordinarily happy. I was like, good. Fuck him. And look how happy. I mean, to see a whole entire community be like, okay, we matter. Even if he got a fair trial or not in that moment, he was being a scumbag piece of shit cop and he should have never had a badge. Either way, you cut the deal, and his actions led to is, was was the, in my opinion, the biggest factor in his death, and he deserves what he gets. And every cop, the jerk off in Virginia, every cop, every cop that acts like that, the malice with that fucking malice, they need to be just really taken care of by a couple Black Panthers and fucking cell block four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's your name, boy? <laughs> Yeah, back to that. I really think he's going to have a tough couple of years. I don't even know what he's going to get sentenced. He doesn't get sentenced till in the summer. But you are right. We were really calling uh, Armageddon that night, and that you know they were putting up, put out the troops and sending in the, the state state patrol. Everything was like, uh oh. And then now I'm just like laughing. Oh, did anybody even think he had a fair trial? You know, you know there there could be some white nationalists out there that really feel that that's the case. Or there could be some average ordinary Americans on both sides that would say that that's the case. Um, you know, I don't know. I, really, what it came down to it is that he put the knee on the neck for nine minutes, and then that was gross negligence on that. Really, that you could get him on all those charges that he was got. Any cop that acts like that deserves to be thrown in fucking prison. It's just that simple. If you walk around with that fucking jerk off, I have power. Same tickets, same thing with Joe Gutierrez from Virginia. If you walk around and you treated people like that, when you are bestowed and I'm paying your salary and you have a badge, meaning that you have power, you better, you better earn that respect. And these guys don't do that. They just treat people like shit because they need to feel the power because they're weak and they're pathetic. And they're not good enough to be cops, at least in the cities that they were, because look how they handled it. I wonder how many of these types are out there. Well, that's the thing. This kind of behavior for police officers is, is now getting caught. Like we said before, this isn't new. This is the way cops acted isn't new. This isn't something that just happened out of nowhere. They were 10 times worse 20 years ago. They didn't have body cameras. Now these fuckos have the body cameras, and they can't act like that. So if anything goes down, the case, videos go public, they can't stop it from going public, and they're being called out, and they're being shown to be the scumbag, bullying pieces of shit that they are. 
And it's not all cops. That's the sad part. And then now, if you're a cop and if you're a good cop, you're, okay, I either defend my brothers in arms or I say, hey, I I sell my brothers in arms out and say that they're not helping the situation. They shouldn't be police officers. They're not going to do that. It's like Kyle said, they're a gang. They all got dirt on each other. I think they're all going to actually be picked out one by one over these next couple of years as things change. May not get them all, but they're all going to come out. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. Now, is is there going to be a situation where cops are telling each other, wink, wink, you know, nod, nod, wink, wink, make sure you act concerned after you shoot them no matter what, whether you meant to do it or not. Just act concerned. That is a plot. I mean, hey, we all know learn little tricks of the trade and all the kind of different p- positions that we it's have. Already happened. It's that's already just there. Happened. Yeah. I, now that's fucked up to be that cynical of police officers, but the fact that none of these motherfuckers lost their job until the video ca- videos came to light tells me that the police are not going to police themselves and they're not going to clean their own house. And that is the most concerning part. So people are going to have to start getting hit to the fact that they're not going to be able to act like that anymore. And they're not going to be able to cover up when people underneath them act that way anymore. Cops are going to, you're right. It might be a slow process, but again, eventually it's going to happen. There's going to be a couple more shootings and and it's going to happen in a Southern state where, you know, cops have a lot more leeway to do whatever. And there's going to be a national issue, and it's going to be similar to Minnesota, but it's going to be worse. It's going to be an even worse situation. And maybe he gets off. But it's the, the, the days of the police officers acting with like bullying cocksuckers with, without impunity is absolutely, those days are over. And fucking thank God. Well, the days are numbered anyway. I don't think they're over, but they're numbered. I'm running out of gas here. <laughs> you know what's funny, folks? This motherfucker calls me up. I'm lying in bed watching Law and Order. He calls me up. It's like, you know, we got to get together. We haven't had the show going on, and we haven't interviewed since since the Kyle one. Let's get our 50th episode on wax. Get it up on Spotify, and I'm fucking tired. I get on the horn. I drink myself a coffee with my brand-new justice-grown cannabis company mug. Quick plug. That's and, not how it was. But. And you're ready to go, and I'm like, all right, all right, all right. And now I'm the guy who can't stop fucking going. You're like, yeah, I'm running like that. I know. Well, you like bumped your wrestling guy for this too. So I feel bad. He's the one that really got the helmet tonight because he's not even doing anything. At least we, at least he squeezed this one in on a Sunday. But yeah, I don't know. I guess I kind of was like, I was revving there. This was just going to be like a touch base type thing. It was like, hey, you want? What do you want to do the fiftieth? And then it ended up just being like now. And well, uh, you can't. When inspiration comes around, you have to seize the moment, my friend. If you don't seize the moment, then those fleeting moments of creativity just fly away. Like little butterflies going to bang another butterfly. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So, by the way, uh, it looks like J-Lo and uh, A-Rod are officially quits. 
and uh, just want to update everybody on that. Well, he's still a hell of a baseball commentator. I'll say that for him. And I'm still going to masturbate to J-Lo, so it does not fucking matter. Still the best power couple of the 2010s. Kind of funny. Uh, I was thinking back uh, that J-Lo was a fly girl back in the day on In Living Color, and she was also paired up with Mark Anthony uh, at one time. And just wanted to say, if you were looking to get that Mark Anthony live stream, the live concert, he um, doesn't, they don't really know how to do any of that. So they're offering a re refund on that. There was, there was tons of technical difficulties for that and they couldn't um, get things going. I guess they could probably take a few lessons from law doing refunds to everybody that was not able to get onto his live stream, which I think was nobody. And I uh, just wanted to update everybody on that one too. Wait, did you like legitimately wanted to update everybody on that? Yeah, so he had a concert and we made a live stream and yeah, Mark Anthony. You know, yeah. And a bunch of people got it. A bunch of people got it. And then he went to go live and the whole thing crashed and it was just like a big calamity. And then they didn't get to do it a lot and just couldn't get the internet to go for them and everybody needed to get a refund for that. So do you think Mark Anthony was good in Man on Fire with Denzel Washington? Did you see that movie? I didn't. I have it. He was I'm not big on his singing. But uh, people are. Didn't he do I'll Be Your Hero, Baby, and I'll Kiss Away the Pain? Or is it somebody else? Uh, it sounds like it was him. But it, was him Peter, it was him or the Iglesias kid. But I'm not sure, man. So, you know, they got a pretty popular following, you know, those type of... Uh, Single pop artist. Yeah, Jen J Lo. She uh, don't she? She's had a couple of star star hunks. She was she was banging P Diddy first, I think. Right? Was that the first big one? And then it was Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Then it was Mark Anthony. Then it was Avery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She never she never had a kid, did she? Mm, no. Neither did Jennifer Aniston. It's interesting because they are both as beautiful as they've ever been. They, I mean, they're both in their fucking 50s, mid-50s. Like, they're this close to getting the Denny's special. Not that they would go to Denny's. See Jennifer Aniston eating food at Denny's? That'd be fucky. Oh, my God. This crimp, it's so good. Yeah, I highly think I, did, I definitely think it's that collagen, those collagen peptides. They just take that skin proteins and stuff and... You have a nice, nice workout. Eat healthy and killing it. Which uh, you'd rather do? You'd rather? I don't want to see rather do. That sounds so chauvinistic. So instead of when we're judging women's looks, let's come up with a better way so it's not chauvinistic. I'm kidding. How could you? <laughs> it's, it's inherently chauvinistic, folks. I'm, folks, I'm just kidding. You have so many. What'd you say to me? I'm just saying. <laughs> That's this is why we have so many female listeners, like three. Well, I'm gonna edit this part out. Uh, we're not gonna talk about how I want to. Who I'd rather bang out of the two? Good, because it Jennifer Aniston for me. I, I'd rather right now bang her 
But Courtney Cox or Phoebe, Lisa Kudrow. And then Justine Bateman, I would not at all. Dude, she, yeah, she. What the hell? She does not look like J-Lo and Jennifer Aniston. That is definitely sure. Yeah. Oh, come on, dude. She's like 60. What the fuck you want her to look like? I know. I'm going on Clubhouse in five minutes. She's old me? as fuck. She's like 15 years old. She's pushing 60. Oh, no. legit. Hey, man, I will I... be on Clubhouse in five minutes to talk about South by Southwest. Fucking hate, man. <laughs> I dude, I've stroked at the J- Justine Bateman, and I'm the first one to admit it. I uh, that was really rude of me, by the way. And I'm not uh, editing, and I'm not editing that out. You can suck it there, pal. I guess you'd have to watch the video portion of that to really get the gist. But <laughs> I tell you what, man, you have absolutely crossed the line today. Here on our here on our fiftieth episode. Well, Vig, we talked about the showman thing. We talked about our fiftieth episode. We talked about how you went from having seven figures in your bank account to now only having forty dollars, and of course, a fantastic Justice Grown mug that I sent you in the mail. Uh, check out Block Dispenser. You're going to be opening in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, very very soon. Make sure you check that out. And Vig, how about next weekend? The moment is coming. Some kind of jam 15, the 15th anniversary, 40-something podcast is going to be there in full effect. We're going to have T-shirts, giveaways, and it's going to be an absolute blast. We're going to, be, we're going to record a couple podcasts. Hopefully, we can get some internet so the VIG can join those podcasts. If not, we'll uh, do a review of, the, of said podcast with the VIG on a later date. But we're really, we're really psyched about that. And of course, we got summer camp music festival which we're going to be doing shows from as well in from chillicothe illinois in august which they're amped up they just announced more bands so that is a go as far as i can tell yeah that looks like a full steam ahead on that one and honestly i think they're just waiting for this the, the secret sauce to come come out which i feel is going to be the month of june and when i say that i mean that will be the the, the honeymoon stage where we can actually just kind of peel back the restrictions, uh, peel back the mask mandates, have full capacity venues in every uh, in every way, every way, shape, and form, back to the baseball games at full capacity and, you know, start getting back to life again. Or everyone is going to have the chip that it was implanted in their body from the vaccine will have us all kill each other, and then a zombie apocalypse, of course, will happen. One of the two. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if you're buying that stuff out there, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. You're, everybody's subjected to their own perceptions and perspective. And what power the Pentagon wasn't hit by a plane. The Pentagon wasn't get hit by a plane. The Pentagon didn't get hit by a plane. The Pentagon didn't get hit. Ow! Pentagon didn't get hit by a plane. The Pentagon didn't get hit by a plane. I don't know why I sang that. That, by the way, that's my opinion. That is not. That's a, that's a song. It's a it's a made up song about, not about nine eleven. Man, I got the neighbors are crowing tonight. Got some drama out front here again. I love it. My neighbors are amazing. They're la familia. I love them. My neighbors are outstanding human beings, and I am. 
pleasure to have them in beautiful Silicon Valley, these beautiful neighbors. But I don't know. I, I, I'm glad we knocked this one out. This has been a very fun show for me. You, you, you're doing Justine Bateman. You're doing impersonations now, which is great. Can we see the yeah, Justine I guess you kind of need the video for that, but uh, I think you kind of got it. And honestly, if you've been paying attention to some of uh, the articles that have been written about Miss Bateman, um, who is 54 and loving life. but She's only 54 and she looks like that? Yeah. yeah uh, I ain't got a point then. Okay. I took you, you to court on that You don't talk about Justine Bateman that way. She's almost sixty. I mean, she's only nine years old. I mean, now she's. I thought she was about ten years older than J Lo. Because I figure she came out in like the early, like the mid eight, mid eighties. She was, you know, she had a movie called Satisfaction. Yes. Where she played. Did you see that movie? I didn't actually watch it, but she looked hot in it. I just. Um... Remember Wikipedia going over that as being one of her movies. But most yeah, them... and they both tried to get like her and Alex P. Keaton, Maxie Fox, they both tried to get something going, and obviously, you know, she did she did satisfaction and he did fucking back to the future. And there you go, right? Yeah. Teen Wolf, that was a great one. Teen Wolf was a good one, yeah. That was a great soundtrack. Perfect 80s soundtrack. I don't know. Maybe I'll get some pl- to play on here. I don't know. I don't know if it will get sued or not. I might let it ride. Let's see what happens. Win in the end. I'm going to win in the end. At the end with the basketball, when they were coming back and they were losing. Win yeah. in the end. You know. Teen Wolf was a great movie. Which brings us to Teen Wolf 2, full circle, Justin Bateman's younger brother, Jason Bateman, starred in Teen Wolf 2, and which I thought was a piece of shit. Yeah, it was definitely not as good as the first one. Yeah, it wasn't close. Chubby was an asshole. And wait, didn't, and, and I guess Chubby knew how to play a different sport now? Chubby was this fucking decathlon, who fucking knew? So he, he's just like, Awesome basketball player. <laughs> like he was one of the second or third best players on that team, right? He yeah. was big, big rebounds. Chubby was a major contributor to that championship team. And then he goes up to college and what was his sport? Didn't he like dominate in that sport too? Oh, boxing. Yeah, wasn't he a boxer? That makes a little bit more sense. That was a stupid sport to go with. That was a flaw of the fucking movie. It's not a team sport. It's a boxing. What the fuck? Did you did you drink some coffee tonight? Oh, I just poured another cup, actually. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that. I was drinking it out of my justice-grown cannabis company. Yeah. Block dispensary opening in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. In Bethlehem Village for your finest. Yeah, you're, you're flying. I did drink some coffee, and I've had a bunch of coffee today, and you got me going, so. Gosh. But yeah. with that, we must bid you adieu, folks. <laughs> Vig, what else do you got for us on this 50th episode of 40-something podcast with Valley and the Vig? What do you got going on? Uh, just saying, uh, you know, 
glad that uh, some kind of jam is going to be getting out of the gate here, starting off festival season and 47's podcast will be there. That's going to be late special and the magic beans headlining it. But then all your usual suspects there, as far as trouble city, all stars. And, uh, there was, there was a major change in the lineup. Like one of them, one of those two dudes, one of their headliners canceled and they replaced with somebody else. Great. Well, there you go. Which, which, which John, which, which Hollywood John, who owns, who owns and runs Jibbering, has pointed out to me after we, after our, our last promo, which he loved. He's like, it was great, except uh, there was a reschedule. I was like, well, what was the rescheduling? And I don't know. So we, let's find out right now, so we don't look too unprofessional. I'll edit this part out where we're where we're looking this up. You, you, but the thing is, we got the the. It right from their website. I mean, it still says Magic Beans and Lee Special. So let's go to their Facebook page. Hollywood might need to hire me as well. If you already got your ticket and you were expecting those two bands and you got your ticket based on that, they'll give you a refund. You just have to write John at gibberjad.com. That's very nice of you. <laughs> How did you know that? I can edit that out. <laughs> oh. That is his email, for the record. Is it J-O-N or J-O-H-N? <laughs> Who will know? I have no idea. <laughs> You're like, well, that was very nice of you. <laughs> I'm sure he'll appreciate that. And I'm not editing that out. Oh, uh... All right, here we go, folks. No, actually, they are still there. No, it is somebody else. This is the latest. <laughs> Magic Beans La Special, Neighbor, Marvin, Yak Attack, Kendall Street, Company, Yam Yam, Metophonia, Evolvo. There are some really fucking weird names in the jam bands. I mean, they were always weird in the jam bands. Yak Attack is playing. It's good. I highly recommend Yak Attack. Listen to some of these. Native Maze is a cool name. Squaring the Circle is a cool name. Carbon Juggernaut's a good name. I'm making fun of it. Then I read all four I really like. Yam Yam, I don't really care for. Neighbor, I don't mind Neighbor. That's a good one. Ah, whatever. I'm not going to bet you. So who dropped out? The Magic Beans? No, Magic Figures. Beans are on there, too. Let's, let's see oh. what... Oh, I know what to do. They probably just didn't update the... Ah, whatever. I'll edit most of that out. But yeah, we're so super. Got your ticket. But we are super excited to be there. Kelly Williams will be there, uh, going to be filling in for the Vig as the co-host, and she's really excited. Um, so, the lovely Kelly Williams, yes, the lovely Kelly Williams. She's gonna she's she's hopped on and been a pseudo host a couple times, so she's gonna do her very best to fill in for the Vig. So Valley and his lovely bride will be doing doing the podcast and we're going to be interested hopefully we'll be able to interview a few stars people you know great i'm sure we can get uh i don't want to drop any names but there's a couple of shoe-ins that we'll definitely have on and uh we're definitely going to try to maybe go around interview and kind of get the feel of uh, the first sizable festival since this pandemic hit over a year ago so it's time so that's all we got for you guys, folks. Big, anything else tonight before we say goodnight? 
No, I just say everybody keep it strong and uh, try not to languish too much. I know it's getting long with everything, but uh, pretty soon, I'm telling you, I think June's going to be the sweet spot. So let's go.